Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Hey, hey, I hope this episode finds you well and that whatever your week is looking like right now, you are finding time for yourself and doing or working on things that bring you joy. I have personally been swamped since being back in the office after being out for six weeks with traveling to Europe and then my month of sickness that you all know about that felt more like death. So getting back in my regular routine gradually has been impossible since I am so behind on everything. But moments like this make me so thankful because I love what I do more than anything. And so even though I am a tad overwhelmed, I at least find so much joy in the work that I do and how I get to serve women like you. Okay, before I introduce you to my incredible friend, Alyssa, I want to let you know real quick that if you are currently not making sales on autopilot with your email list, then we have a problem, girl. I want you to make consistent income and automate it, even if that only looks like an extra $500 a month from a digital product or something passive. But especially if it looks like automating any of those client leads or customers on a monthly basis. If you want to have me help you for free create a sales funnel using ConvertKit, which is the superhero software of the email marketing world that's only $29 a month, then sign up for the free, yes, 100% free 30-day trial at marketbeautifully.com slash ConvertKit, and then shoot me an email at chat at marketbeautifully.com or just DM me on Instagram and let me know you've signed up. That way we can start the process of getting you all set up in ConvertKit. It'll be fun, I promise. Again, that link is marketbeautifully.com slash convertkit. So go sign up for that free trial. That way we can work on creating that sales funnel together. Now on to Alyssa Coleman, who is going to make you think of your Google Calendar in an entirely different way. It's like you thought your Google Calendar was just to keep your meetings organized, but now it's going to become your personal assistant and automate your marketing and social media and post things for you. Seriously, you have to hear this interview, so let's start chatting with her now. Welcome to the show, Alyssa. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm really stoked to be here. Yes. Okay, so Alyssa and I have known each other for a while now, and we are both productivity people, so she is my person. It is great. (laughs) We get each other. (laughs) Yes, we definitely do. And we actually spoke at the same event last year in LA. And I don't know if you don't remember this, but I did talk about LA like months ago on the podcast. Uh, Well, now the summit's going live. We were both speakers there. So it was so much fun. I got to meet Alyssa in person, which is great because, you know, like you (laughs) see people online, but you never get to actually meet them in person. I got to meet Alyssa in person and she's fantastic. So (laughs) I know it was so awesome to meet like, I feel like so many of us like came together from like Canada, from like Australia, all over the world. And we finally got to meet, which was so cool. And now we're like having a little reunion. Oh, yeah, it was it's it's been great. And I'm so glad that you're now on the podcast. And I'm even more excited about this topic because even just a little bit that she said before I hit record, (laughs) I am blown away by the fact that you can even do this. I've never heard of it before. So I'm pumped. It's top secret, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys because actually what one thing that I like shared with Haley is that the, the reason that I found this solution is because in the beginning, I had no budget. I was bootstrapping it hard, and so if anyone else out there is like just getting started and you want to like be more places, mm-hmm. but you feel like 
you know, you want to spend your money elsewhere. And I totally get it. Like in the beginning, I was deciding like, do I get convert kit or do I like put out right. a Facebook ad? Like it really was, you know, you have to make choices wisely. So I was looking for something free and I'm excited to share with you guys how to do it too. Yes. Okay. Now, before we dive into that, tell us about your business, what you do and how you serve people. Yes. Okay. So I'm a productivity strategist. Um, I'm obsessed with making sure that everybody is running their business in a way that makes them feel really supported. Um, and so I mostly work with creative entrepreneurs. And the reason for that is, well, it actually kind of happened sort of by happenstance. But the reason that I'm obsessed with it is because I'm very like left brain strategic. Um, I see things in that way. And creatives have such an incredible, like inspiring, yes. creative brain. Um, and so I kind of love like collabing with them and taking their style of working, which is so like inspirational and big picture and really exciting. They're so full of ideas all the time and helping them really turn that into like a serious plan of action and also really helping them do it in a way that makes them feel like they have a lot of freedom in their business right. and they don't feel like, you know, overwhelmed and like you're drowning or like, you know, I know for myself when I first, you know, started really starting to see, you know, like making a real profit in my business. I was really excited about that, but I also felt like I was at my desk all the time. I never got to like, you know, work, travel, like I kind of envisioned for myself when I became an entrepreneur or I never like took days off, a full day off. I was like working way after dark and I just felt like my business was starting to run me and I, and I know how kind of exhausting that can be and I never want anyone to feel like that. So that's what I do. So I work with creatives to make sure that they have a really awesome, productive business that's doing a lot of the work for them. Um, but also everything that they are doing is done really purposefully. And you're not just like trying everything new to try and make something work. <laughs> yes, which is definitely something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with because shiny object syndrome is a thing. It's real. And also there's no, I've seen this a lot, is there's no major plan. I think, you know, our left brains, oh my goodness, we are very plan centric you know yeah. we love to map everything out it's fun to color code and oh my totally. gosh that's that just like sounds like a party to me <laughs> but but all these I creatives like are like oh <laughs> golly that sounds miserable yes so yeah I love putting that into both worlds and just combining them and you do such a great job absolutely me too oh thank you <laughs> okay so let's start with talking about this calendar craziness that you have going on. So let's talk about what we can automate with a Google Calendar. Okay. Yes. So I'm, if you guys know anything about me, I'm seriously obsessed with Google Calendar. My entire life is like planned out in Google Calendar. And I love it because I just look at that and know exactly what I'm doing every single day. And Mike can just let my brain like take a big giant exhale. But it took me a while to figure out that I can actually automate a good chunk of my social media using Google Calendar and doing it completely for free. So I'm kind of taking the, you know, Meet Edgar and Co-Schedule. And what are the other ones that do that? Hootsuite, um, Hootsuite Grum, yeah, that's another great one. So all of those services, what they do is you put content into them, you know, kind of all at once, and then it automatically repeats that and sends out that content to your Twitter or your Facebook page um, all the time. And 
those are incredible. But like I said, in the beginning of my business, I wanted to kind of replicate that, but I didn't have the budget for Meet Edgar or any of those services um, at the time. So I figured out with a uh, website called IFTTT, which means if this, then that, plus my Google Calendar, I have content going out every single month to my Twitter and my Facebook page um, consistently, and I never have to look at it at all. So the only thing that I do is I, you know, as a new blog comes out or a new video comes out or something like that, I'll add to um, the content that I have. But other than that, the content is consistently going out and I have a crap ton of free time because I know that my business is being marketed. My opt-ins are being marketed um, on social every single day. Which is incredible. So is that the only thing that you automate with the Google Calendar is your social media? Yeah, that's the only, so I have, I also have my um, Facebook groups automated through my Google Calendar as well, but really it's only social media that I have automated through Google Calendar. Nice. Okay, so what specific social media? You have Facebook and what else? Yeah, so right now the ones that I use are Twitter and my Facebook page. I have those automated through the Google Calendar and my Facebook group. So like, you know how some people have Mondays, you know, and and they have those themes every day of the week. Um, I also have that automated through Google Calendar. For the Facebook groups, you will also need Buffer, but we'll, I can talk about that after. The easiest way to start, though, is by automating your Facebook page and your Twitter and getting that out all the time using IFTTT. And so do you want me to just jump in and explain kind yeah, of how to do it? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to sign up for IFTTT. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hate saying IFTTT, but I'm going to have to keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you go to IFTTT.com mm-hmm. and it's a kind of a weird website. It's similar to Zapier in the way that it connects two different services that don't automatically connect on their own. Mm -hmm. Like Google Calendar and Twitter don't have an integration for each other, but IFTTT kind of creates a little middleman and allows you to connect the two. And so once you have an account, you're going to see that it talks about applets. And I don't really know what that means, applets, but we need to create a new applet. And um, so what you're going to do is you're going to click new applet and you're going to start setting up some of your services that you want to be connected to IFTTT. Mm -hmm. So you want to link it up with your Google Calendar, with your Twitter and with your Facebook page. So you just, you know, get them to connect by clicking on Google Calendar. It'll ask you for your password and you put that in. So then you want to create a new applet. And the first thing you want to do is it's going to say if this, then that. And so you want to click on if this. So you tell it if you know, I post something on my Google Calendar, then post it onto Twitter. So in the if section, you're going to say, if I have an event, and let me tell you exactly what you want to click. You want to say, if an event from search starts, that's going to be an option that comes up. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe we'll like include exactly what the step is. But if event from search starts, um, and then when you click on that, it's going to say, if there's an event in my Google Calendar with this name, then post to Twitter. And so you want to put in the keyword that says hashtag Twitter. And so what's going to happen is if I put an event in my calendar that says hashtag Twitter, then it's going to automatically post whatever I write in my calendar to Twitter. So you put hashtag Twitter and then you want to set up two really specific things. So you want to set up what the image is going to be. Um, And the way that you do that is you put, (laughs) 
in exactly where you would put like where an event is in your calendar. So let's say Haley and I were meeting at a coffee shop. I would put in my Google calendar um, at the exact coffee shop that we were going to be at. You know how there's like a little Google map section in your calendar? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you want to say in that section, I'm going to put the image for my picture. So you tell IFTTT that. And that's going to be, it's going to walk you through this. Okay. Um, and so you're going to say, it's going to say, where's the image? And you say, it's in the where section. And then it's going to say, where's the description? And you're going to say, in the description section. So in your Google Calendar, you can kind of write notes. Like if you and I were having a coffee shop date, I would say, don't forget to bring your laptop or something like that. And so you're going to say, the comment that I want to be out on Twitter is going to be in the description section. Then you're going to get that set up. You're going to say, okay, create that applet. And it's going to take you back to the thing that says, if this, then that. So you're going to click on the then that section and you're going to connect with your Twitter. And so then for the Twitter, you want to say tweet with image. This is important because it gives you a couple different options, oh, but you okay. definitely want it to be with a picture, right? Instead totally. of just a tweet with words, you want to send out the picture too. And so again, now you have those two things set up. Um, and you want to make sure that you link it also with your correct calendar. So I don't know about you, but in my Google calendar, I have like, you know, my everyday calendar, I have my, you know, doctor's appointments calendar or whatever, you can have a few different calendars. I create a completely separate one that's just called social media so that all of those events aren't in my calendar all the time. I can just uncheck it and then I don't see all of these hashtag Twitter events in my calendar. Right. You know what I mean? So set up your own calendar in Google Calendar that's called like social media or, you know, something like that. Um, and now the exciting part happens. So you've got IFTT set up and you have it saying, if I post on Google Calendar, hashtag Twitter, then post to Twitter with an image. Now you want to actually start adding all of your socials to your calendar. Mm -hmm. So this is where it gets really exciting. You go into your calendar, you create a new event, um, you make sure in the, in the like title of the event, you write hashtag Twitter. Um, and again, when you're in IFTTT, you're going to do the same thing, except one that says, if there's an event in my calendar that says hashtag Facebook page, then post to Facebook. So it's the same steps, but with Facebook. So you do the same thing in your calendar, hashtag Twitter, hashtag Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I actually post the same thing to my Twitter and my Facebook page. That's smart. You don't, yeah, you don't have to do that, but I just like to keep it simple, repurpose it, post the exact same thing. So in the title, I write hashtag Twitter, hashtag Facebook page. In the area where the map would go, I go to my blog post I right click on the picture of the blog post. So, you know, you're like featured image mm -hmm. and you can get, say, um, get image URL. So you get the URL of that picture and you put it where the map would go. Mm. So now as soon as, you know, your Google calendar sees that event, it's going to take that picture and post it to Twitter. Then in the description, I'm going to write, you know, whatever my blog post is about. Hey, check out this blog where I tell you all about how to post on Twitter. Facebook and Twitter, um, you know, without paying for Meet Edgar. Um, but here's the really important part. So once you have your image and your description, now you want to go up to the repeat section. And now you want to say repeat monthly on day one. So now in my calendar, every day 
every first of the month, it's going to repeat that post about how to post automatically on Facebook and Twitter. And then maybe the next day, I'm going to post something else that's about, hey, check out this uh, podcast I was on with Haley. It's really awesome. and I think you're going to love it. Here's the link. I put that on day two and I say repeat every single month on day two. And so now if you see my, you know, Google calendar, that's the social media mm -hmm. calendar. I have like 10 posts going out every single day and those repeat every single month. That's so genius. <laughs> it's it sounds probably like foreign because, you know, it sounds like probably right. sounds like I'm speaking another language because you haven't if you haven't been in IFTTT, but once you get in there, the steps are pretty simple. Um, the only thing to remember is that you want to make sure that you have the image section and the description section. Yes, and then using that URL. I think that's a little bit unique is grabbing that image URL. And I'm going to write this down in, you know, in the show notes at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast. Just look up this episode and then we'll have the steps in the show notes there. Um, just in case that way you don't have to keep rewinding and yeah, yeah. listening. <laughs> Pause me and then start again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll put all the steps so it makes it super simple. Awesome. Okay, so I love this and I think that this is really, really cool because especially the monthly feature of just, oh my gosh, that's such a time saver, especially in Facebook groups. But you said that with Facebook groups, we have to use buffer. So how does that work? Right. Okay, so... To do this in your Facebook group, you will have to set it up kind of three ways. And this one is a little bit more um, involved. You need to make sure that you have Buffer and you have Buffer set up with your Facebook group. Um, and so it's the exact same steps, except you're going to put hashtag Facebook group mm -hmm. and you're going to set up with an IFTTT, link it with your Buffer instead of any Facebook. So you're going to say, if it says Facebook group in my calendar, then send this to Buffer. And then it will link up with your specific buffer for your Facebook group. Because right now you can't link um, IFTTT with Facebook groups, but you can link buffer in your Facebook group. Oh, okay. So it just works the exact same way. Just having buffer instead of IFTTT to post it for you. So exactly. the question that I had was that if IFTTT, yeah, you're right. I don't like saying that at all. <laughs> I first. Maybe uh, we can start saying ift. Ift. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So whenever Ift post it for you to your Facebook page, does it have the little thing that says post? Okay, it does. What does that say? It just says by Ift. <laughs> okay, that's not too bad. I just wanted to know if it, you know, showed up like it was an organic yeah, post or not. Totally. And I, I, that was something that kind of was a hang up for me for a little while. But I think now it's pretty like accepted and normal for people right. to be posting their content through a scheduler. Yeah, and I think, you know, there are some people that get a little bit hung up on it, but honestly, who cares? I mean, yeah. if someone's judging you for scheduling it out and being a strategic business owner and batching your time, then <laughs> yeah, totally. what the crap? I think there are like certain kind of like rules of engagement with automation, and it is kind of a you know, there is an important distinction between some of the things that you should automate and some things that you shouldn't. So something that I see people do that I probably wouldn't with an automation is things that, you know, you want to seem like a casual organic conversation starter. Sometimes that can come off as a little bit ingenuine. So if maybe I scheduled something that said like, hey, like, what are you guys up to 
for lunch today thinking about you that would be kind of weird because it's like no you're not thinking about me <laughs> or maybe you were yeah. last week yeah. when you scheduled it <laughs> right but I think in terms of sharing your content and other people's content that's just good business we can't be posting on social media all day and all night right 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 yeah <laughs> batching time is so important and I mean you know productivity <laughs> Exactly. If you save I so much time. <laughs> exactly. You need to do it. And um, what's awesome is that what I can continue to add every single month. So let's say, you know, in the beginning when I first did this, I added a bunch of stuff to my calendar. And what's important to know is that I don't just post my content. I'll start adding other people's content that I think is really good. So that's always being shared as well. So maybe I'll post something of Haley's that I really loved and, I, and is about productivity and I know my audience would really like. Um, then her content's going out all the time too. And let's say I did all of that in January, but in February I posted a new blog post I can add to my calendar in February and then from that point forward it will repeat monthly and what's awesome is that things that you you know like if I was on this podcast I'll have that going out every single month um, but you know in a year from now you know you're not going to be promoting this podcast probably anymore. So it's awesome that people can still find my you know interview with you and find you um, really easily even though it was like six months ago and we all kind of forgot about it <laughs> yeah yeah totally yeah that totally makes sense okay also another question I had is whenever you're doing the google calendar do you have to make a new calendar for this specifically like how does that overlap because like right now I have different calendars for MP podcast interviews first market beautifully business meetings first agency meetings first like yeah. you know I have at least five different calendars with absolutely things so how does that work and integrate with that yeah so totally I would create a completely new calendar that's that is like a social media calendar and I would ha make sure that that's not linked up with any of like your schedulers or anything like that right because then it might look like you're busy all the time um you know like you're not free to book meetings so I would have a separate calendar and make sure that's not linked up with anything and then just put all the socials in there Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's smart about the scheduler because I wouldn't have thought about that. And I would just be sending out my automated scheduler link. <laughs> yeah, people would be like, you're really booked up, Haley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, just super popular over here. <laughs> I can't get a meeting for six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope, I am very thankful that that's not the case. Oh my gosh, I would be going insane if my calendar was that booked. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so what does your Google Calendar look like? Like, whenever, because do you know whenever you can, like, do an all calendar? Doesn't that get annoying whenever you put your all of your calendars in one calendar and the social media pops up everywhere and overlaps all your meetings? Yeah, so I just, well, well are you using Google Calendars? Yeah. Yeah, so what I do is I just uncheck that one. So if you do all calendars, you want all of them to be there, then I would just uncheck the social media one because, yeah, it, it would look crazy. Um, but you just want to make sure that you don't have that one up all the time. Otherwise, it will drive you insane. <laughs> That's a super simple fix. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's I don't think so I've ever simple. had to uncheck, so I didn't even know you could. Ooh, oh, yeah, you can totally uncheck. I, I help my um, clients create their calendars so when we're working together a lot of times I'll have their calendar so I'm constantly like unchecking other people's stuff otherwise I see like their like promo calendar or their launches right. and I'm like what I'm launching no it's somebody <laughs> else 
Oh gosh, that'd be stressful. <laughs> I know. I'm like, shoot, I need to get to work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Launch phase. Uh, get to start that. <laughs> Okay, that's awesome. Okay, so I'm trying to think of like how I would integrate that with my Google Calendar and how that would all work. So do you have different um, color labels for each of your different calendars? Yeah, I personally do. So the calendars that I have are like my calls, um, my promotional calendar, um, and my life calendar. Those are the ones that I kind of keep open. So if I want to like just see what I have coming up in my life and I share that one with, you know, whoever, um, so those ones are all different colors. So I know if I have like a bunch of calls or if I have something in my calendar that's life, then I know like do not book over that. Um, and then my promotional calendar, I make sure that again, that's not hooked up to any of my schedulers because that will be things like start writing your promo emails and, and things like that. I, I put it right in my calendar. So when I sit down to my calendar, I know it says like, today's the day that you can start scheduling all of your socials to go out with your launch. Or, um, you know, like right now, Haley and I are... Um, the visibility summit is about to go live. So I have in my calendar, like, you know, talk on social about the visibility summit because it's about to go live and you want people to know that this cool thing is going live. So all of that is under my promotional calendar. Um, and that is a different color as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So I use a sauna for that mainly because I feel like I have so many checklists and tasks and subtasks and then sub subtasks yeah. of everything. I know you are you. very about the sub sub subtasks. <laughs> I am like if you go to my Asana, you have to keep clicking. Oh, there's a checklist. Okay, then that <laughs> task, and then that task has a subtask checklist. I just want to make sure I get all my bases covered. You know, everything totally... has to be on the calendar, like every little task. So yeah, I mean. What I love about that, similar to like scheduling your social media, is that once it's out of your brain and into Asana or whatever you use to like to manage your projects, mm -hmm. you have so much brain space back. Like you don't have to think, oh my God, like I f totally forgot to repost about that blog post I did last week and I really want people to go to it because it's promoting my new, you know, challenge or whatever you get it off your brain and then you can like be so much more inspired. You can really like focus on whatever it is you're doing. And I don't know if it, if it's the same for you, but if I feel like I have a lot of things that I have like just on the go, I feel so overwhelmed and I almost can't focus until I like make that to-do list or like put that project in Asana and like really start bl blasting out those yeah. subtasks. <laughs> yeah. Same, same here. Okay. So how do you kind of integrate Google calendar with your Asana? Because that's something that I've always struggled with. I have like my calls in Google Calendar and all that stuff because my phone notifies me. And that is the biggest blessing because I would forget everything that I put myself put on my calendar. Be like, I mean, and no offense to anyone that I have calls with. I just get so busy on some task and I just completely forget that I was supposed to call that person. So yeah, I like you're that You're totally part. in the zone. <laughs> yeah. But so your Asana calendar doesn't link up with your Google Calendar. Well, how do you do that? What is a like strategic way to do that? I don't I don't use Asana. So I thought you could see it in your Google Calendar. You can only see it within Asana. There's a Zapier link that you can integrate Asana with Google Calendar. Are you do you use Trello? Yeah. Okay, so how do you integrate not even integrate, but just use Trello and Google Calendar so that they work hand in hand? 
So the way that I do it is for every like task that I have, I have a Trello card. And mm-hmm. so with in that Trello card, I might have like a checklist of like what I think you're calling a subtask. Right. Um, and so I would say like, you know, make sure that you do this, 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 and this for that specific task. So let's say it's to like write my launch emails. Um, I would have a checklist of everything that I want to do for launch emails. I would have like links or a link to my, you know, Google doc or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Notes and things. I would have all of that in Trello, in my Trello card. Then in my calendar, I would, I would make sure I know exactly when I'm doing everything. So to me, it just is super easy to map out my launches and things like that within my calendar. So I look at my calendar and I say like, okay, if I'm launching on, you know, at the end of the month, the week before my launch, I'm going to make sure that I'm, you know, making sure everybody is registering for my webinar. The week before that, I'm going to make sure that I'm getting everything ready for my webinar. The week before that, I'm going to be writing my, you know, webinar registration emails and blah, blah, blah. I put all of that right into my calendar. And then wherever there's an event in my calendar, so if it said write your, you know, launch emails, I would just put the link to the Trello card. Um, and that way, it's all kind of like interconnected that way. Okay, so... Um, and I'm okay. So I'm going to run something by you and then you tell me if it sucks or not. Okay. This will be a fun game. Okay. (laughs) I like this. This is what I've been thinking about implementing and I just haven't done it yet. So Google calendar, let's say I block off a time. Okay. So like, let's say we're planning a launch and Mm -hmm. I have a pre-launch checklist that I need to be doing. And so I'll put in Google Calendar Tuesday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. I'm going to be working on my pre-launch checklist. So then I go into a sauna for that day and I'll see my pre-launch checklist and I'll just work off that task in the two hours and then use my timer so that at 8 a.m. my timer goes off and I know when to look at my Google Calendar to see what block of time I have next. Yeah. Does that suck or is there a better way to do it? Well, how much is it would be in your like pre-launch checklist? Like is two hours going to be enough? I have like a cat. Well, I have like a categorized checklist. So no, (laughs) definitely not two hours. But I would probably have to split it up in two hours morning on Tuesday. And then on Thursday from 6 to 8 a.m. I'll work on it again. And then, you know, I'll block it off. Yeah. Um, Well, I do like that idea in terms of like really blocking off your time and just working on that during that specific two hour time chunk. Mm -hmm. But what I think I would do in, in this case, and I don't know what would be your pre-launch checklist, but let's say it's like, you know, write launch emails, write launch socials, schedule launch emails, schedule launch socials. I would put in my calendar, write launch emails and socials. And then over on the next day, I would do schedule launch emails and socials. So I'd make sure that tasks that are like really similar in terms of like what part of your brain you're using, I'm doing at the same time and really keeping those together. Because otherwise, if I have a super long checklist that says, you know, write my, write my emails and schedule my emails, I naturally want to like write my emails first, then go right ahead and schedule them. Like I want to work linearly, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But what actually works so much better for your productivity and for like just how creative and how in the flow you can get with the work that you're doing is like do all of your writing stuff at the same time, do all of your research stuff at the same time, do everything that has to do with scheduling at the same time, everything that has to do with like design, do those things at the same time. And so sometimes you'll be kind of, you know, breaking up your tasks in a weird way at least for my brain but Mm -hmm. it does work so much better 
So you're saying get more specific on the Google Calendar. So don't, if you have a long categorized checklist, group those. I mean, I do have them all in categories. So I could just take category one of this checklist because I'm (laughs) telling you my checklists are intense. (laughs) Okay. I love how intense they are. That makes (laughs) me like feel calm. (laughs) It, It really does. And that's why I do it because once I have a checklist, I just feel like, okay, this is actually going to get done now. But before, it's just all in my head and it's not down and organized and it gives me anxiety, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. I'm glad you said that. I know that had nothing to do with automating social media, but I think just... (laughs) It does have to do with calendars. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think using that calendar like that is, is super smart. Okay, so is there any other Google Calendar tricks that you've been using that just make you want to cry happy tears? (laughs) Yeah. So honestly, I'm like constantly looking for new ways to use my calendar because it's kind of the hub of my business. When I wake up in the morning and I get to my desk after I kind of like, you know, work through some of the stuff that I want to get done. The first thing I do is open up my Google calendar because I know that, you know, there's kind of like two versions of me. There's the me that is like super organized and can write all these checklists and knows exactly when everything is getting done. But then there's the me that sits down at my desk and I'm like, what should I do right now? (laughs) Right? Because you have so much going on. Um, so I just open my calendar and it literally tells me like, this is what you need to be doing right right now. Um, and so I kind of see my calendar in two separate ways. There's like, what I would love to get done every single day. So I have that in my calendar. So, you know, every week I want to be posting on, you know, social media at least once per day. Um, Every single week I want to be writing my blog post on Monday. These are these are ongoing tasks that happen every single week in my business. But then I also have the tasks like, you know, you know, my launch checklist. So, you know, writing launch emails, scheduling launch, those things aren't there all the time. Or like if I want to put out a new opt-in that I would put in my calendar as well. And I kind of work backwards from the due date. So I just open my calendar and it says, today's the day. All you have to do is create your opt-in and thank you page. And like, I know that if I just get that done, then tomorrow I just get what it says done there. By the time my deadline shows up, I will have gotten everything done for that deadline. So I'm kind of like managing myself. Um, And so when it comes to like the things that I want to get done on a weekly basis, um, I have those repeating every single week. So when I look at my calendar, I know that, um, you know, if I just get that done, then I know that I'm going to be creating that momentum. Um, So repeating events is super, super handy. Um, The other thing that you want to do again is like when you are repeating events. So let's say you put in your calendar, like every Friday, go and do your accounting because I always forget to like, you know, go through my receipts and stuff like that. So I have that in my calendar, like Friday, one hour, just go through your receipts so that you don't like, hate yourself next year in February. Um, like I am you know, right now. <laughs> exactly. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> I literally hate myself. I'm like, oh, I just shot myself in the foot every single month in 2017. Yep. Amen. Amen, girl. <laughs> I feel you. Um, but so what I make sure that I do, though, is that those things are um, – you know, like I have those as not available. So if I have in my calendar, write a blog post on Monday, which I do, um, I am not available for anything else other than writing a blog post. So I have specific time in my calendar where I can take discovery calls. So they're really on my schedule rather than the calls showing up in my schedule and me working around them. You know what I mean? Totally. 
I say I only take calls on Wednesdays and Thursdays between this time and this time. And that's the same with like discovery calls with your client calls. You manage when those come into your business and when you're actually working on like business building tasks as well. Right. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I have been definitely working on integrating Google Calendar into my life. I know I love it for podcast interviews, but I know I need to take it just one step further because it's such a powerful tool. But what I do is like with Asana, I'm able to assign due dates to each task and then assign due dates to each subtask. So now all of those due dates are on one calendar and I love the big picture view. I just love that. And then there's like a checklist on each day but I don't have an assigned time. So like that's where Asana kind of falls short is because, and you can, you can assign a due date time to each task. I don't do that. It's possible. But I still would love, you know, I I love the fact that Google Calendar, you can see, okay, from 8 to 10 today, this is what I'm doing. And then you look at the time and it tells you what to do. Where Asana, there is just like one big checklist for that day. Well, mine are pretty big, but Yours could be like two or three things, like whatever you focus on. Yeah. What I'm wondering is like, do, so when you look at your Asana, are Mm -hmm. there like different kind of categories of things that you're generally, like that are generally in those to-do lists all the time? Like, so what I'm thinking is if you put in your calendar, like on Mondays, I focus on writing tasks. On Tuesdays, I focus on like brand growth. On Wednesday, or you know what I mean? You kind of break it up into such tasks like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, batch your days or even batch, like, your half day. So, like, the morning from, like, you know, 8 to 10 or something like that, I'm working on anything that has to do with, you know, team team growth or, like, are there kind of, like, themes within what you do? Totally. Um, I batch them on different times of the month. So I'm a little bit weird. I don't do days. I do days for podcast interviews, but I don't do days for... So, okay, so like for instance, um, I use the SOA method, which was on an episode a few weeks ago. And that method, you're going through everything. You're answering four questions in your business. And by answering those four questions, you'll have a list of every single project or task that's going to move your business forward to the next level. So I take all those things such as, okay, Facebook group is a traffic generator. So that means I need to schedule out my posts. So that goes under my bi-monthly tasks. So, you know, I take each different traffic generator, figure out what projects or tasks I need to do, and then put it under, okay, what category? I have monthly tasks, quarterly tasks, bi-monthly, weekly, and then daily. So I have those categories and then I put those tasks underneath each category and then I have checklists that are recurring checklists within a sauna. Okay. So, so give me an idea of like a few of the things that would be on your like repeat weekly checklist. Okay. So like for, okay. So my monthly checklist, I mean, cause my weekly, I don't have too much a lot of it's on my bi-monthly and monthly so like my monthly is bookkeeping tracking stats uh, you know just like the basic foundation stuff that you kind of overlook and then um checking in on podcast stats uh team meeting monthly team goal meeting you know just those kind of things okay so but so I guess what I'm trying to figure out is like, okay, when you when you sat down at your desk today and you opened up a sauna, I'm sure you had a crazy long to do list. What were like some of the things if you don't mind sharing, it's like kind of okay, intimate. I'm gonna but open like what are some of the right things now. that were on your to do list? <laughs> yeah, let's open my asana. Let's I see. Love. 
Okay, so I had three podcast interviews, yeah. which those are on the pink color-coded things. <laughs> okay. um, I have a lot of pre-launch tasks for the membership site. So I have a sub-tasks tasked to me from yeah. the pre-launch. So I have like a lot of mapping out things and strategies and planning and then um, mapping out like my sell system and how to love on people better. Um, yeah. I'm in the hiring process, so that's a checklist, my hiring checklist uh, for I'm trying to come up with a really good customer support team. Really just kind of boring business things. Um, let's see, next week is my bi-monthly checklist. So that's where I'm scheduling my Facebook group post for the next two weeks, and I'm scheduling my Instagram post for the next two weeks. So my I, my bi-monthly tasks are very social media heavy, and then yeah. I'm done for two weeks, which I That's would nice. love for that to be every month. Um, yeah. I just had an interview with Jerisha, and she does it for every year. So, like, she has her Facebook post done for the entire year, and it takes her, like, three hours or four hours. Yeah. I'm like, what? That would be amazing. So that that's something really I'm nice. shooting for, but I haven't done that yet. We would need to focus for three hours. Yeah. I think we can do it. I think we can too. I just have to schedule it in my really nice. calendar. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. So I think what I'm like seeing with your calendar is that it's very like high level, which is great. And so what I would probably do is I would start breaking that up throughout the week to say like, um, you know, things that have to do with team building, things that have to do with anything to going on with my launch, things that have to do with, um, mm delegating, um, you know, I would break it up in that way. And then you can go back in that time into your Asana checklist and see like, okay, what do I need to do right now that has to do with like delegating? So then you can be in that mindset all the time of like, okay, I'm going through my checklist and figuring out what I can delegate. And maybe that would be on Monday, right? Like you would really break down what do I want to accomplish this week? And how can I get that out to, you know, out of my hands? Um, that may help and then that way you're really focusing on the same thing during that during that calendar yes. time and you have kind of like deadlines for yourself or even just going through your asana checklist in the morning and saying like okay in order of importance this is what i want done and so because of this order of importance i want to have this done by 10 i want to have this done like obviously if you have podcast interviews that's a little bit tricky but if it was just a regular checklist i would say i want to have this done by 10 this done by 12 this done by three and this done by five mm -hmm. and then you're being really realistic with yourself right because if you start looking at that and you say right. my most important thing is actually going to take me three hours then i'm going to need to bump some of this stuff to tomorrow because otherwise i'm going to feel really overwhelmed I'm gonna feel behind because this checklist is too long and that's really important it's like making sure that you're being deliberate with what you're putting on your own plate otherwise we're you know so many of us have like these huge 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 goals which is incredible but if you start making yourself feel like you're not reaching that goal even though you're like you know you are moving towards it you're just being really unrealistic with your time um then you're gonna start feeling down on yourself and you might even like Quit. That's what I see happening to a lot of people is that they're like, it's not even worth it because I'm just so stressed out and I feel, you know, crappy. Um, but yeah, I would like prioritize and then put times on it and actually put that in my calendar. Mm, yeah, I think I definitely need to start using the time feature in Asana then more because that would help me visually see when that task is due that day. Yeah. And yeah. then like what's most important is going to be due first and then blah, blah, blah. Right. 
Yeah, that's really helpful. I definitely need to batch my tasks more. I think I'm really good at breaking everything down. And then when it comes to batching... Um, it's almost like putting it back together again. Right. Yeah. And and also, I don't know. I guess I'm, I work based off of a lot of like excitement and passion. And, it, and that's hard to schedule. So like as much of a schedule and planner I am, my Asana calendar can change every single week because if I'm not super passionate about something, I either outsource it or... I just push it off to like two weeks later and then I do something I'm actually passionate about because I found that my productivity is so much higher if I get pumped like yeah yeah, and I'm also a very extreme person so when I'm happy like (laughs) I'm happy like I am on top of the moon I am ready to work for 12 hours straight I'm like an energizer bunny so I know (laughs) that's when I have to do everything so I kind of I start on those little tasks and then I get momentum and then I get excited and then I just work on everything and batch and then I just have to chill out and (laughs) back up and like recoup. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of weird and I'm figuring out, I'm trying to do like a lot of self discovery on, okay, how am I going to work the best? Because I've tried batching, but I don't think I did it in a strategic way. So I just kind of quit, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you're saying is something that I hear from people all the time. So it's Mm -hmm. probably good to like touch on is that just because you have a schedule or like just because you have a sauna set out for Mm -hmm. you doesn't mean that you have to stick to that and like be bored out of your mind with your own business. It's kind of one of those things that is like the structure. And once you have that structure, then you can be even more creative and you know your boundaries in a way. You know that like, okay, these things are kind of non-negotiable, but the other things I can see in my scheduler in Asana where I could kind of shift these around and do what I really want to do today, which is, you know, binge this new podcast I just found. Like, that's totally fine. Like, luckily we are, we work for ourselves. Like, if that's what you want to do, then friggin' do it. Um, but you know, don't ever feel like your schedule is, should be a thing that makes you feel like you have a lot of freedom in your life, not something that makes you feel constrained. So if you feel constrained by your schedule right now, then definitely like do that self-discovery like Haley was saying and figure out what feels really good for me and what makes me feel restricted. That was so well put. That was perfect. I love that. <laughs> okay, this has seriously been so helpful. I have loved yeah. all of your tips. I'm excited to start making myself use Google calendars in a more strategic way than I'm doing besides just the basics. And I'm so, I'm just so glad that you came on the show and shared all your amazing secrets and wisdoms with us. (laughs) Man, thank you for having me. Honestly, this is like the most nerdiest, best conversation I've had all week. So (laughs) anytime. (laughs) Exactly. I love that we went through your to-do list for the day. That's like when you get to. That's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so where can people hang out with you and stalk you? Yeah, I love to be stalked. Um, (laughs) If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at alyssacoleman.ca. And that's also my website. So you can go there too. I have tons of more tips on, you know, making a calendar. If that's something that you are wanting to, you know, step into and really figure out, like, how can I make my calendar work for me? Mm -hmm. Kind of what we were talking about today. I have a workshop on it and lots of cool stuff on my site. So go check it out nice okay so we'll have all those links in the show note her instagram her website and then also all these amazing tips that whenever you get to ift um 
<laughs> Once yeah, you get we'll to that show site, you. Yeah, you won't be overwhelmed <laughs> by all the steps, and you won't have to keep rewinding um, Alyssa explaining it. You can just look at the show notes. We got you, girl. Okay, go to marketbeautifully.com slash podcast. That's where you'll find it. And thanks so much again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me.